Welcome to MindHub. This is the latest and greatest podcast that you will have ever listened to, I am sure. Um, <laughs> this is also the first episode, so this is the part where you figure out if this is actually something that you ever want to listen to again, and you're like, I don't know about this episode. Like, these people are kind of weird. Uh, I don't really know what I just clicked on. I don't know what I'm getting into, but stick around. We'll get better. But... Uh, so intros. Hi, my name is Cody. Um, and then, did did you want to say hello as well, just so people don't think this is the Cody show? <laughs> yeah. Um. And I am D. And um, it, you probably know me as D loves deadlifts. And we decided to bring this podcast together. Uh, I will let Cody introduce himself. Um, and all of his credentials that he has, because you know he's pretty talented and educated. <laughs> Um, in the fitness industry. Man, got you fooled. Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so my name is Cody Harmon. I am a personal trainer, uh, fitness enthusiast. I uh, am certified by NASM. I always say that weird. And NASM, if you've heard of it, I don't know. Uh, in nutrition, and then also just certified personal training. And I basically have been into fitness for quite some time. I grew up playing sports, so I was always like a physically active person. Uh, but then after school ends, sports end, and I didn't really know what to do with myself. Uh, so I decided, let's get into fitness. Let's move to move and not just move to like kick a ball or shoot a ball kind of thing you know um so therefore my nerding out on fitness began and I went to school where I got my first certificate through a college then I went to culinary school uh I don't know where that really fits in but I was like really fascinated by the nutrition aspect of it and I was like you know what people do not want to just learn about nutrients individually it's just like it's boring as fuck like calories and and protein and and all the stupid little numbers of everything so i was like i'm gonna learn to cook so i can teach people how to cook because that's gonna be where all the action takes place and where things matter and after that full circle i got certified again through nasm and just continue to nerd out and train people and basically i just love it so that's my story in a nutshell <laughs> how about you d <laughs> yeah um i'm d d loves deadlifts uh i grew up as a very obese child uh i didn't really do sports my brothers always told me that you know, I was too big to do sports, you know, you couldn't do it. So I, I always, I did want to try basketball when I was in high school, but I, I didn't. Um, and then I went to high school, I went to college, I have my bachelor's degree in advertising and graphic design. Um, I also have my master's degree in education. Um, right now, I'm kind of furloughed, but I do work with students um, at a law school in Massachusetts. Um, but I'm really getting into fitness. Um, I lost about 114 pounds as of right now. Um, I've been on my journey since June 1st, 2017, and that's kind of when I started to fall in love with bodybuilding and fitness and losing weight 
and you know try to trying to motivate other people um it's just something that um i've decided that maybe it's something i want to do with my life um so hopefully i will be a certified personal trainer eventually one day <laughs> that's the goal um and right now i'm training for summer shredding which is a bodybuilding comp- competition i'm going to be doing the transformation division and cody is going to be doing i forgot is it physique um, yeah i'm gonna be yeah. the short guy doing physique <laughs> it'll be it'll be great <laughs> and that's kind of my story in a nutshell but i'm sure you'll hear more about it through this podcast uh we just kind of wanted to make this podcast fitness lifestyle have a have a little fun probably interview people um so if, if there's something that you want us to talk about just let us know somehow <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure you know instagram you know we'll put all that stuff in and eventually when this stuff develops a little bit um but i think too one of the things when we came up with with mind hub as the name of this is because like you can like we're going to share as much knowledge as we possibly can as well because knowledge is power but knowledge you can have all the knowledge in the world and still not be able to actually apply it to your life because it takes the it takes a shift in mindset and that is kind of like the base of everything that is always underplayed and always forgotten and so i know that between you and i like it's something that we talk about a lot and i know that's something that like we want to offer other people so that's kind of like the the mind hub meaning basically is just like the base of it is going to come from the inside, um, not just, oh, yeah, I know how many calories I should eat, so I should definitely be, you know, at a healthy weight at all times and never eat junk food <laughs> because I know better. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. But, no, yeah. no. Like, I love donuts, and I will <laughs> never stop eating donuts. I mean, right now I'm not because I'm, you know, training for a show, but, you know, you can have food that you love. Um but, you know, it comes to a time where you have to put your mind in place if you want to, you know, get your goals and accomplish them. And that's kind of something that we both have experience with. <clears throat> I changed my mind 180 uh, when I, I started my weight loss journey at 360 pounds. And at that mindset, I just I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about macros. I didn't know anything about working out. I didn't know anything. So, you know, coming from then to now my mindset is completely different and that's kind of something that we want to talk about too is just saying that like you can do it uh, you can change your mind whether it be with fitness weight loss or anything if you want to start a small project or a business you know you can change your mind um, and it's all about your mind you know your mind controls your body so once you can control your mind a little bit you can change your body if that's something that you want to do for sure and above all like we just want to give people some hope, you know, so you can start in a place of hope and like know that you are capable, you are powerful, and like any other message out there that tells you otherwise, like run in the other direction because literally you can't, like if one person can do it, then literally anyone can do it. Um, it's not like everything is individual, but I do know one thing is that everyone is capable of achieving what they want. So, yeah, that's the base of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and like everyone's struggling right now. Like most of the gyms are closed. Um, 
it's COVID-19, the quarantine, people don't have access to gyms, you know, kind of trying to work your mind around that is kind of hard. I know Cody and I have definitely been struggling with the gym not being open. I mean, we're privileged enough, privileged enough to have some equipment so we can work out a little bit. Um, and we're definitely thankful for that, but I'm definitely missing the gym. So it's kind of hard to stay motivated a little bit. Um, but we're trying. <laughs> yeah, definitely been rough. It's it's where the discipline has definitely kicked in. And looking back, I'm kind of, I, I laugh a few times because when everyone was like hoarding toilet paper and like stocking up on foods and canned goods, I was like trying to stock up on weights and I ran over to the sporting goods store before they closed, <laughs> like bought what I could. Um, so my anxiety does not work in in times of the apocalypse, it only works to like achieve my goals. <laughs> um, I mean, I, me too. Like I did the same thing. I went to Walmart and I have 50 pounds or 60 pounds of weight in five weight increments. So like <laughs> putting, taking them off, putting them on, taking them off, oh, putting them on. That um, is the part that I, I hate so much yeah. about the adjustable weights. I'm like, doing lateral raises and then I'm like all right so we're gonna do some shoulder presses <laughs> it's just like oh you gotta take the weights off I don't yeah. want to <laughs> yeah. uh you know first world problems but um yeah I think for me my mind has finally shifted a little bit where I'm starting to like enjoy things a little bit more now I don't know if it was just like I was fighting just the change like the abrupt change in my my life because I'm very much a routine person I love my routine it's what keeps me sane as an anxious person like I do the same thing every freaking day um so once that threw everything off like in just instantaneously one day it was just nope you can't go to the gym anymore I was like lost not in like what did I need to do to work out but lost in the fact of like hating it and being resistant to the fact that it happened and I was too focused on like damn I really wish this wasn't happening <laughs> just scrolling social media looking for any sort of good news or a vaccine or like anything that I, I was like I want to control something I felt like I was just not in control but now I'm finally like okay I'm still in control I can still do what I can with what I have. I just have to focus uh, on what I, you know, can control. And the the discipline aspect carried me through up until this point, and now I'm feeling a little bit more motivated. I don't really know where that is coming from, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel you too. Like, uh, like the summer shredding show that we're doing, um, it was originally scheduled for June, and then to like august and then to july and now to october so we so when we found that out i was definitely bummed i was like okay like i have to do another five more months six more months of dieting like do i really want to do that um but then it comes down to the fact that like something you said in your video the other day like do we want to look back on this time and say that we're proud of ourselves or do we want to look back on this time and say i could have started because time is going to pass regardless of if you do what you want to do or not. Time is still going to pass. And that's something that 
you know, stays with me too. Cause it's like, we're only on this earth for a certain amount of time. Like, you know, let's do what we want, or at least try to do what we want during that time. For sure. And there's always like, you will, if you give your a hundred percent and you will always look back and be proud of yourself. And of course, you know, that doesn't mean that you never allow yourself a break or that you never rest. It's just a matter of knowing that you did did everything that you could with the situation. And yeah, that, I guess that is a big part of where that motivator came from. <laughs> what I so wonderfully forgot is was like thinking when I look back, you know, a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, I don't plan on having grandkids, but if I ever did, if I were to talk about this situation to them, like what would I tell them? Would I be like, oh yeah, I completely folded into a corner in the fetal position and like didn't move and do anything for X amount of months? Or did I just do the best I could with what I had and still train for a bodybuilding show and stepped on the stage no matter what I end up looking like? Um, and I was just like, yeah, I would not be proud if I had quit. So I'm obviously not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the things that I think too is like, everyone is going through this. So everyone on stage, like, is everyone that's going to be on stage is pretty much feeling the way that we feel right now, unless they have access to a private gym. If you would have asked me a year ago if my mindset would be okay to work out at home and to eat right during the quarantine, I probably would have laughed at you and I'm like, no, like, I can't do that. Um, nope, not at all. I'm going to eat a whole bunch of Ben and Jerry's. I'm going to eat all the donuts that I can. I'm going to order out as much as I can. Um, so it, it just goes to show you that you can definitely change your mindset, even like a little bit day by day. It doesn't have to be overnight. Like everyone thinks like they're going to lose weight overnight or they're going to get fit overnight or, they're, or they can like get their macros or calories 100% overnight. And that's not how it is. You have, you have to definitely take baby steps. And some people learn that, learn that the hard way, um, but, you know, take baby steps, whether that be like just counting your calories, like and eat what you normally eat, just so that you can get educated on what you do eat and then maybe cut something out one week or try to get as many steps as, as you can the, the week before or I mean the week after. So just starting slowly definitely can change your mind. Even during this time, you can start slow. You can just take a walk outside or if you can't go outside, you can take a walk around your apartment or house or step in place or do some body weight exercises. You know, you don't have to go from zero to 100 because then you're going to burn yourself out and maybe injure yourself. Exactly. Like every little thing counts and everything adds up. Uh, so it's just like, if you start with like a 10 minute walk in the morning and then each day you go up by five minutes, like eventually you like, that's going to count or if you take 10 minute walks throughout the day instead of all like just absolutely everything counts if you decide oh hey i'm going to add more vegetables into my my day like i'm going to have more in my diet overall i'm not going to take anything out but i'm going to add vegetables like that's going to count i uh, i think people just think that it's got to be overnight it's got to be zero to a hundred and it's overwhelming and then they they're just like i can't this is a lot i can't do this um so that is like probably the biggest mistake that I see. Uh, also, I have when I was listening to you about how if this was you know like a year ago or whatever, and you saw what what I was doing, you would laugh and you'd be like, "No, I'm gonna eat everything and all that." 
there's like this rebellious nature uh, to that or that I kind of like hear in how you're talking. What do you where do you think that like rebellious part of it comes from? I don't know. Excuse me. I just feel like like I always I set myself up and then I self or I used to set myself up. And then I would get to a goal and then I would self-sabotage because I was scared of reaching that goal or not scared, but like the fear of failing, um, I would just make myself fail anyway. Um, So I, so I think that has something to do with it Um, because like I used to be scared that once I reach this goal, what's going to happen next or what happens if I don't reach, reach this goal, I let all of my followers down. I I let like my family down. I, I let everyone down. I let you down, you know? And so it's like, okay, I'm just going to fail anyway. Um, <clears throat> so getting out of that mindset is definitely tough. And, and some days are harder than others. Um, but it's just, I think that's where it comes from. Gotcha. Yeah, because I notice a lot. Um, I guess, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of stuff around where you see like the whole like fuck diet, diet culture type of thing where it's honestly, if I'm going to be real, like a lot of people say that for likes, I'm going to get like crucified for that. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not into to diet culture. I'm into literal like life change, healthy lifestyle. Uh, but the attitude or the way that people go about it is they're like, fuck diet culture, I'm going to eat all of the the shit. And it's like, you're rebelling against yourself because yeah. you're only affecting yourself. Like it's only doing you more harm. So I just, I'm like, is that come from a place of hopelessness? Uh, because it's just, it, it doesn't make sense in how people apply the fuck diet culture thing like if you want to say like fuck diet culture i get it like no that shit like people make money off of people hating themselves i am not Mm -hmm. for that by any means i'm just saying like yeah fuck diet culture i'm gonna treat myself i'm also gonna like eat some vegetables too so yeah that's just my thought of like hmm curious i mean i i'm the same way too like i hate diet culture like you know I hate people selling green, like weight loss teas or like Ugh. other <laughs> things that you shouldn't be consuming. Um, and they're making money off of these people who are, who are trying to change their life. And these people think that this is the best option for them. And, you know, it's, it's, it's probably isn't. Um, and I think it does come from, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I think it does come from a place of hopelessness and um, they don't know how to start or they don't have, access to it I think a lot of it is they're not educated like if you have a if you follow a whole bunch of people and they're negative people that's the kind of mindset that you're gonna have if you follow people who are selling you things then you're gonna think you're gonna buy into those things so I so I think that these people they're just not educated um and that's where you come in that's where I come in um and that's where that's why you post like informational things and that's why I post like inspirational things and motivational things because like we want these people we want to reach these people and let them know that you don't have to take this diet tea you don't have to take this pill like all you have to do is just eat right and maybe move your body a little bit more than what you're doing and we're not trying to sell you anything Um, but if you need extra help you know you can be their coach like you know, and, and I think that's where some of it stems from. 
Yeah, and it's like both you and I want to kind of take the power away from these companies that are feeding off of people's insecurities and fears and doubts and and stuff in themselves. It's like we want you to give that power that you give to that detox tea or that pill. Like we want you to have that in yourself. Like that power belongs to you because you are the one that has the ability to change. It's not this pill. Like literally that's that's gonna do nothing and it just shows how little people believe in themselves and their ability to change and it's sad but it's also like I just want to be like you can do it like I promise you (laughs) it's all you even if you take this pill and you lose 20 pounds guess what it is not that pill that is whatever you were doing along with that like shit ass pill so it was still you um placebo is real but (laughs) uh you know yeah, just people guys got to believe in themselves a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, I, I have that tattooed on me. I have believe in yourself and then I have be you like in a different color. Um, nice. But for a long time, I didn't believe in myself and I didn't think that I could do it. And some days I have doubts, but not as much anymore. And someone who comes from that place, I mean, I never invested in any of those deities or anything but you know they looked appealing because they said they try to sell you and say you can lose this amount of weight without working hard um but it's just it's tough to get out of that mindset even if you try to do it little by little like if like I was grown up in that mindset I grew up in that mindset my my family sometimes is in that mindset so you have to really get out of that environment in order to be able to change your mind um And I didn't get out of that environment until probably I was like 25. Um, And then, you know, I found myself and then now I'm 30. So I'm finally like fixing everything that went wrong when I was younger. Um, So it does take time. It it doesn't happen overnight. Totally. And even in my case, I, you know, I played sports. I was active and like athletic, but nutrition wise, I didn't know anything like at all I came from you know we did not focus on nutrition my family wasn't this wasn't a healthy eating family at all like it just wasn't that way so the thing that made me start looking into nutrition is because of sports and I noticed like some things made me feel horrible and I was trying to figure it out and um also you know dysphoria so it was like oh well (laughs) how do I lose my hips (laughs) um and also being shamed for drinking soda by my my teammates and stuff like that so some of my teammates came from healthy households I did not I was a soda drinker I ate fast food I worked in a fast food restaurant like these are things that people would never ever think about me but it's like dude I ate shit like I did that was that was me uh I drank soda every day I ate nachos for lunch I ate fast food it just it it wasn't health was not a thing for me and I remember the first thing that I did was cut out soda um and like that's probably like a great first step for everyone who's drinking soda right now but I remember the first time I went to a restaurant with my parents and I ordered water and my dad was like you're not getting all healthy on this are you (laughs) (laughs) I was like can I just drink water like is is this a problem so it's weird you know (laughs) you're going to get resistance along the way. Like when you change, oh, yeah. people are going to like start questioning you. It's, 
you're not always going to have a supportive environment. Um, but I do know what it's like to have to kind of like flip your world upside down and learn things. And the more you know, the better choices you can make. It's still going to take a mindset shift. But at least you you can start making more informed choices along your journey. And one other crazy thing is like, I before I knew any sort of nutrition thing as well, I would very much so believe labels of of food packages and they make like crazy claims. It's like, oh, fat free and like cholesterol free. And it's like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Like it's cereal. Like what cholesterol is gonna be in here? Um and I remember before a soccer practice one time, like I used to go home and and for lunch and then come back for soccer practice. I had this bread and it was claims like all these healthy things. So I had like two pieces of bread for lunch and I was like, I'm so healthy like this. I'm going to feel amazing. And I was so like dead and just like crashing in the middle of practice. <laughs> so <laughs> just to say, long story short, I've been through the journey of figuring out nutrition and all that. I'm not just this person who was like came out of the womb, like ready to like, eat all the vegetables and, you know, work out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel you. Um, I was forced into doing dance class for two and a half years. And uh, when I did that, my mom would, we would have McDonald's beforehand every single Thursday. So for dinner, I would have McDonald's before I would go dance, which was a terrible idea now that I look back on it. And no wonder why I didn't <laughs> like it, because I was probably really tired from eating that crap food every single Thursday before dance class um, and other reasons. Um, but, you know, when you grow up, like, like eating that stuff and not being educated and not knowing, it's definitely hard to change your mind around. And it, it, like I said before, it doesn't happen overnight. For sure. It is a very, like, long journey luckily you know we do have the internet now uh i did not <laughs> during my time of learning so like information is at your fingertips however there can also be an information overload but hopefully we can help sort some of that out for you guys because it can definitely be confusing oh yeah it is like i, I didn't know anything about fitness when i first started so like, all I did was look at, like, I would have a workout, and then if I didn't know how to do it, I would go on YouTube and just, like, see people with a whole bunch of followers. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> they know what they're doing, when they probably <laughs> didn't, but <laughs> that's how I would try to learn how to do a movement. Um, yeah. So just, like, learning for yourself and um, try to learn something, one new thing every day. That's try to something that I live by, too. Yeah, for sure. And maybe that's something to, we should probably go over. Like, just because someone has like a million followers doesn't mean they know what they're doing. Um, but who who was your first like fitness YouTuber you ever followed? That's a really probably you, honestly. Really? Oh man. I think so. Yeah, because it was before like I didn't know about Christian Guzman and Max Tuning and all of them until like probably almost a year and a half ago maybe so like I didn't really know like I didn't really follow any pages I just looked at how to do things but I think like the first fitness page I probably followed was yours um and yeah I feel so special right now <laughs> and um Ty Turner at the at 
that time he was doing okay. like fitness and things like that. So I think you and Ty Turner were probably um, the first few that I followed. Gotcha. And then now I follow Christian Guzman and Charlie and Max and all of the um, athlete crew. Yeah, they they got some good stuff for sure. I'm trying to think of the first person I, I followed. I'm not really sure because I was doing like CrossFit at the time and I think I stumbled across... I think it was Obese to Beast, actually, um, because I was watching vlogs, and he was it was at the point where he was doing vlogs every day, and mm-hmm. so it must have popped up in my recommended, uh, and so then I just, I don't know why I subscribed to him. I think I just enjoyed being a fly on the wall of his life, and then, uh, you know, all the other fitness YouTubers started coming in, or he did YouTube House with Brian Turner and I started following everyone that was in the YouTube house and then it just kind of <laughs> unraveled to everything that I so it's like Steve Cook and like oh, yes. Chesterford and uh, Christian and, and Max and all that so yeah <laughs> I think Obese to Beast was probably one of my first two up there um, for sure I've been following him for a few years so yeah, I think he was definitely. I didn't think. I don't think I watched his videos a lot, but I know that I definitely followed him. Um, I was probably a, a like a little scared person, just like you said, a fly on the wall, like not commenting <laughs> on anything, just yeah. like um, observing. Yeah, I I liked vlogs for that reason because it's like I'm a introvert and I'm like shy, so that's just regular life. I'll just sit back and like people watch. So it was kind of like, I got to do that without being a weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So, uh, any other things we should discuss in this very first podcast of mind hub? Do you want to give, um, give the people some tips on how to stay motivated during quarantine? I know we went over it a little bit, but I didn't know if you had anything specific. Yeah, I think that's probably a good way to kind of close it out and be like, all right, folks, if you're trying to work out. Uh, yeah, I would say for me, the number one tip would be to, uh, I guess, try to create kind of like a, a mental shift to working out at home because it could be hard because you might be working at home. You might be sleeping in the same place that you're working out uh so if you can do something with a routine creating a new mental mind shift routine i know for me it used to be uh drink some sort of caffeinated beverage and drive to the gym listen to either a podcast or some music to get me pumped up so if you can kind of replicate that uh to just tell your brain and body like hey it's time to work out uh, let's let's get into the mindset and let's do this. How about you? <laughs> I think definitely routine. Like before, I had a routine in this quarantine. That rhymes. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like want to work out. I, you know, my sleep schedule was off. So I think definitely having a routine and then definitely having like some sort of guide, like what workouts you're gonna do what day, or, or kind of like knowing 
before you go into the workout, what you're going to be working out on or what kind of like cardio you're going to do so that you can like already like prepare your mind. Um, and kind of like you said, like when we first started during quarantine, I didn't take my pre-workout. I didn't even change my clothes. I just worked out and whatever. And now I'm more into, you know, I get my pre-workout ready. I change into my gym clothes. Like I still get that like different aspect of going to the gym, even though I'm not going to the gym. So that's definitely something, um, that I, I think I would say would be a tip. And like, if you're trying to lose weight, I would say try not to have the stuff in your house that you, that yeah. triggers you, um, to, to, to eat. Um, that's something that I've definitely struggled with because I live with someone else. Um, but not having those foods inside, um, your house or in view, um, or hide them if have someone else hide them <laughs> <For> <laughs> if sure. they want to have them in the house. Um, but that's definitely probably my top two tips. For sure. I think that's the good one because it definitely makes you have to control your environment a little bit more because you are always in your <laughs> the same environment. And yeah, you know, you might think that you have tremendous willpower, but why even tempt yourself? <laughs> why put yourself through that and be like, I have a box of Oreo cookies in my pantry right now. I can just I can just have one and no one does that. <laughs> it's it's always like one sleeve or like one box. So if you really don't want to put yourself through the torment of having to test your willpower, do your best to just not put yourself in that situation. <laughs> I actually have a box of cookies. Uh, my partner has a box of frozen cookies in the freezer. And whenever they make them, I'm like, oh, you can't make those tonight because that smell is just going to like get me off the deep end i haven't had any but it's been very tempting because it's like if if i see them it's one thing like i can put it out of my mind but if i smell it then like i can kind of taste it then i want it like that moment <laughs> yeah it, it does work that i forget the percentage but a lot of percentage of what we taste is actually through smell so that makes sense and uh yeah that's tough for sure luckily you know i'm just you know a loner so it's just me and my dog and I don't want to eat her food so we're good uh, <laughs> but um that's definitely harder when you're in a situation where you have a family where you gotta you know share meals or share food and and, and that so <laughs> yeah for sure uh, do we have any other tips for the COVID situation I don't think so I mean I think we pretty much said the the most important ones yeah. for now i think one thing is i know a lot of gyms are actually looking to open up around may 18th i don't know when this will be live and out but uh i i do have i'm a socially anxious person so there is a small sense of anxiety along with excitement being like okay cool i would love to go to the gym right now i'm in california it ain't happening but if i were able to go i would feel a small sense of social anxiety because i've been removed from society for so long and going to the gym again is almost like this brand new thing where you're around people and like i haven't been around people uh and there is a new sense of etiquette because you know we're socially distancing are we gonna be wearing masks what is the new etiquette around everything uh, i i can't tell you because i haven't been there yet but i 
I, I'm wondering, I don't know if I'm alone in this situation, if there are other people who have a, a little bit of a sense of gym anxiety, knowing that they might be able to go back soon. Yeah, I think I have a little bit um, because like, are we going to have to make an appointment to work out? Are we going to have to work out in a mask? Like, I don't want to work out in a mask, but if I have to, and that's the only way to work out, then I guess I'm going to have to do it. Um, so it's it's going to be, this is going to be a different world that we're living sure. in. Um, like, are they going to allow new members? Are, are only, if you're, if you were already a, a pre-existing member, can you, are you allowed to work out? Like, can you bring someone with you? Like, there's so many questions that we don't have answers to yet. But but we might have to wear masks. We might have to wipe down before and after. Like, eat, like, the machines before you work out, after you're set. So it's just going to be interesting to see. I think I have a little bit of anxiety because I haven't seen my, like, people that I see all, like, every morning when <laughs> I used to go to the gym. I, I would see them. So, like, are we going to be able to talk to them? Do we have to stay six feet away? Like, can <laughs> right. we catch up? Like, how is a locker room situation going to work? Like, if I if if I go back to work, I have to take a shower at the gym. Are they going to let us take a shower? Like, they going to yeah. let us change in the locker room? There's just so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely I, anxiety provoking for sure. Definitely. I know like every state is probably going to be different, but I do know that the gyms that plan on opening, they are like having to have the, the showers closed uh, unless they can figure out a way to like disinfect things between each person. So there's going to be a lot of room where people are, we're going to have to figure things out. It's going to be a transition. It's kind of like the grocery store first starting out. We didn't really know how to navigate things, but it all becomes the new normal. But that first, you know, week <laughs> or two going back, it's going to be a bit of a shit show. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready though. Like I'm ready yeah. to go back. Me too. Even if I have to wear a mask doing like bench press or something. Right. You know, is I just what imagine it is. myself like just drooling because it's just like heat around my mouth. I'm just like, well, it was worth <laughs> it. <laughs> and I have glasses, so I probably can't even see the bar or oh what I'm doing because it's gonna be fogged up. So it's, it's so it'll be worth it though. Oh man, it will. I'll I will do anything for some heavy weights at this point. So I miss cables. Like I miss okay. cables. I miss tricep extensions. I miss chest flies. I miss, I don't know. I I really love cable machines. So do so I. I. And luckily I. Miss, I yeah, I see it in the back. I got my I got my both my bow legs, which it's like, you know, it's not exactly the same, but it's definitely a a, a bit similar. So I'm like, yes, I love this, but cables. I do miss those too, um, or just like any sort of machine dealing with uh, like lat pull downs or rows or yeah. anything like that. I miss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess we should probably wrap it up. Please, people are yeah. like, damn, it's been almost an hour already, and this is episode one. Uh, I don't know if I have the energy to listen to any more of your episodes, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, we promise that from here on out, we'll probably have, you know, more of an organized fashion of discussion. This is just our first episode ever. And we kind of just wanted to wing it. We, we just were like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So there was no plan. You probably could figure that out maybe, but, uh, moving forward, it'll be, it'll be a little different. And I don't know about you, but I am super excited about this and 
yeah i i, am I can't wait <laughs> i wanted to uh thank everyone for listening to mind hub um it's definitely gonna be you know an ongoing process of us learning how to do this and you know so we hope you guys stick with us um and that we'll see you not see you you'll listen to us and the next time <laughs> <laughs> right it's weird shifting from video to just audio <laughs> but, uh, yeah so i guess i guess that's it thank you guys so much for listening and uh we'll uh you'll listen to, we'll be around again <laughs> <laughs>